Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Have you ever felt different as a believer of Christ? Today, Pastor J.D. says that we should be different. We should be different because we know that there is more to this life than what is on earth. When you realize that heaven is real, you'll see life in a way that doesn't worry about what's here on earth, but what has eternal value. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on August 27th, 2023. We're getting new bodies. That alone, especially for people like me, I know some of you bear witness with me when I say this, this body's got a lot of miles on it. That's the car guy again. I'm getting a new one. It's a putting off of these mortal bodies, and we're given our immortal bodies for all of eternity at the rapture. Okay, we have a problem. What's the problem? The problem is, Pastor, you're doing it again, because what you're doing is you're getting people's hopes up, and then if it doesn't happen now, they'll fall away. I don't mean to sound mean when I say this, but I say this nonetheless. If that happens, it speaks more to one's spiritual immaturity. Yeah, I said it. And here's why I said it. When one longs for the Lord's appearing in the pre-tribulation rapture, it comes packaged with long-suffering, a longing. Just by virtue of its implication, when you say, you don't get people's hopes up, wait a minute, that's what, no, that is your hope. I want you to get your hopes up. No, but you'll just be disappointed. No, 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 no. No one who puts their hope in the Lord will ever be disappointed. Well, yeah, but there was this one guy, not me. (laughs) 
He said, yeah, the rapture's going to be this year. And then everybody's like, okay, yay. And then it didn't happen. And then now they don't want anything to do with the Lord, the things of God, the church. Oh, well, I have a question for you. And again, I don't mean to sound mean, but Were they really born-again Christians to begin with? And if they were, and I'm not, you can't judge the motive of someone's heart. (laughs) We can see the fruit of one's life. I mean, the Lord knows. But if that's the depth of spiritual character and maturity that you have, then I don't think the onus is on someone who's wanting to encourage God's people about the rapture of the church happening sooner than we think. Uh, Here's how I get there. 2 Timothy chapter 4. I'll begin reading in verse 6. These are the final words Paul penned at the end of his life to a young Timothy by the Holy Spirit. And he says, for I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. He knew his days were numbered, and they were. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith, past tense. I finished well. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all, as you and me, who have longed, keyword, underscore, highlight, bold, italics, you can color whatever color you want. All who have longed for His appearing. In other words, it's not a disappointment, it's just a longing. Yeah, but if you get people's hopes up and then it doesn't happen, they're going to be let down. No, it doesn't work that way. The mature Christian, spiritually mature, will continue to long for His return. And here's what that sounds like, by the way. Ah! We're that much closer. In fact, now I'm even more hopeful. Okay, let me try this again. The day comes and goes. Nope, no date setting. The day comes and goes. I thought for sure, man, this is, this is it. I guess not. Well, guess what? You're one day closer to when it will. So what's your problem? That was mean. (laughs) I could could have probably said that differently. Yes, 
There are those who so long for His return in the rapture that they are let down when it doesn't happen at the time that they had hoped and thought it would. I get it. Of course this is understandable, but please listen to me on this. I doubt anyone post-rapture will ever regret having always been ready pre-rapture. Are you kidding me right now? I know this is going to be an absurd, silly way to illustrate it, but you'll get the point. Could you imagine after the trumpet sounds dead and Christ rise first, we meet the Lord in the air, we go to that place that He prepared for us, we're forever with the Lord. (laughs) I like how one said it, I have no problem in my life right now that the rapture won't solve. (sighs) I mean, that's it. Can you imagine somebody post-rapture going, man, you know, if I had to do it all over again, I probably wouldn't have been as prepared. In what universe does that make any sense at all. No, it's the opposite that's true, right? Conversely, there will be those left behind post-rapture wishing someone would have readied them pre-rapture. And it's for this reason that we should always be at the ready, anytime, to give anyone an answer. Who asks, by the way? We talked about this last week. I won't go into it. This, no, this was Thursday night we talked about it. God has the prophet Ezekiel just let his emotions show, not keep them in, hold them back, and put on the smile. No, just let it out. Let him see your broken heart and your bitter tears. And here's why, Ezekiel, I want them to ask you, why are you so downcast? And then when they ask you, then you answer them, because I've just received news of what's coming. That's why. In other words, the presupposition is, is that someone's going to ask. This is First Peter 3.15. But in your hearts set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But, and this is important, do this with gentleness and respect. Would to God that we would be more respectful when we share Jesus with people. I think sometimes, and I'll include myself in this, we do err greatly. We're not very good advertisement for Jesus Christ when we share the gospel. Be respectful. Let your words be seasoned with grace. But let's get back to this, give an answer to everyone who asks you. Interesting, Peter didn't say you should always be prepared to tell everyone about the hope that you have. No. There should be something about your life, something so peculiar, 
We're a peculiar people. (laughs) You can say that again. We're a peculiar people. And so peculiar because it's puzzling and, and people are looking at us and going, wow, I mean, everything is burning up and you're looking up. What's up? I'm glad you asked. I'm planning on going up. That's my blessed hope. Well, I want that. Well, you can. Okay. For those asking if the reason that I'm going in this direction is because I believe the pre-tribulation rapture is about to happen, my answer is a resounding yes. Uh, For those asking the question of what if it doesn't happen as soon as I think it will, my answer is still a resounding yes. No, actually, it's still sooner than any of us might think, and closer now. Again, you'll forgive me for repeating myself, but I'd rather be ready and encourage others to be ready and have it not happen, then not be ready only to then have it happen. What have you got to lose except an opportunity? You have everything to gain. I suppose the question now becomes one of why it is that I'm so convinced that the pre-tribulation rapture is about to happen at the appointed time according to the Lord's own word as prophesied. Well, if you'll kindly allow me to for the remainder of our time, I'll explain some of the, there's actually many reasons, as to why it is that I'm so convinced. So with that we're going to go ahead at this time and and the live stream on YouTube and Facebook. In the interest of time, I'll paint the prophetic canvas with a broad brush of sorts so as to provide the proverbial bigger picture. And the reason being is that time doesn't permit, at least for today's update, to fill in all of the details of what's happening and perhaps more importantly why it's happening now. Now. Here's the truth. Everything that's now happening in and to the world today should at the very least bring the nearness of the pre-tribulation rapture picture into clearer focus. I'm just going to share with you three. So what follows are just three of the many reasons as to why it is that I truly believe with all of my heart that the pre-tribulation rapture of the church is about to happen at the appointed time, and I'm ready. I'm ready. You know that question that I uh, started with, that we're also going to end with, by the way, spoiler alert. (laughs) My affairs are in order, so to speak. Anyone that I would have called if I knew the rapture was about to happen, 
Anybody that I would have called, oh, I've already called them. In fact, they've, I've called them so much they've blocked my number. I have no loose ends. I have no unfinished business. The only unfinished business I have is what awaits. I'm ready. My affairs are in order. My house is in order. When that trumpet sounds, it won't be for me as a thief in the night. It won't be for me something that catches me off guard. In fact, the only thing that's surprising to me is that it hasn't happened yet. So just three reasons, okay? Is that, is that okay? Because the Maui fires hit so close to home for us, I'm going to start with the book of Revelation and the prophecy about what's going to happen during the seven-year tribulation. Namely, that of God destroying those who destroy the earth. Listen. The prophecy is that God's going to destroy those who destroy the earth, meaning that there will be those who destroy the earth. And the prophecy is God's going to destroy those who destroy the earth. You got that right? This is a prophecy that's going to be fulfilled in and during the seven-year tribulation, and it's found in Revelation chapter 11, verses 16 through 18. Listen to this, John by the Holy Spirit. And the twenty-four elders who sat before God on their thrones fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was and who is to come, because you have taken your great power and reigned. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come, and the time of the dead, that they should be judged, and that you should reward your servants, the prophets and the saints, and those who fear your name, small and great, and should destroy those who destroy the earth. I'm starting with this particular prophecy because of the specificity with which we're told that God will destroy those who destroy the earth. In other words, the presupposition is that by the time this prophecy is fulfilled in the tribulation, the destruction of the earth will have in large measure already taken place which begs the question of whether or not we're seeing said destruction of the earth beginning to come to pass now, pre-tribulation. Answer, a resounding yes. It's important to understand that the demon-possessed conspirators, as I call them, that are destroying the earth are doing so because it's God's creation. And the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And it, here's the insidious, satanic, sinister, I ran out of S words, so we'll leave it at that, plot, 
evil plot. Destroy God's creation so we can build back better. Does that sound a little bit familiar like when Lucifer said, I will ascend my throne higher, greater, better? In Arabic, when you hear Allah Akbar, you know what that means in Arabic? Allah, not God. Allah is not synonymous with Jehovah. Allah is not the Arabic for God. It's the title of the Islamic God, the moon God. That's the name of their God, Allah. It does not mean Allah is great. It means Allah is greater. That changes the whole complexion of it. Greater than who? Oh, Almighty God. I will ascend my throne higher, build back better. Are you making that connection? Actually, this ties into the second reason I believe the pre-tribulation rapture could happen any time now. And it's because of not only the destruction of the earth, but also the destruction of those on the earth. I cannot shake Matthew 24, 21, and 22. This is Jesus speaking. Listen very carefully. For then there will be great tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh, flesh and blood, human being would be saved. But for the elect's sake, speaking of Israel, those days will be shortened. They had to be. Otherwise no human would survive because of the satanic depopulation plan already in place. There's too many people on the earth using up too much of the resources of the earth, so we got to get rid of them. I think I devoted an update to just the majority of which was just quotes of well-known figures stating almost verbatim what I just said. We need to reduce the population. There's too many people. There's not enough resources. Doubtless you've heard or seen the recent news reports, such as this one from Becker News. It was posted last Tuesday. It bears the title of, Disturbing Signs Are Surfacing. COVID lockdowns and mask mandates are coming back. Well, Becker News, they may very well be coming back, but I believe Jesus is coming back to rapture His bride. That's the good news, Becker News. How about that? 
Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith, and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. If what Pastor J.D. shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you come join us. Come visit Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find service times and directions on our website. Just scroll to the bottom and click on Calvary. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Thanks for listening in to the Prophecy Update for today. We hope you'll join us for our next edition of In Spirit and Truth, where Pastor J.D. has much to share with you about what God's been putting on his heart. The Bible and its prophecies are not to be taken lightly. And so we'll keep digging in on In Spirit and Truth.